Hello. Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing? Wow. What a time. We made it. We survived uh, the last four years, everybody. We did it. We did it, Joe. I can't stop saying it. I say it like Oh my so God, much. I thought of you. This, Yeah, I thought of you. Maybe it was yesterday or this morning I saw something and I was like, oh, that's funny. Uh, it made me think of that moment and then I thought of you. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. What a just – I have been in this crazy weird mood lately. Just like Ugh. I don't know if I'm happy. I just like am very weepy. Um, yeah. Like it's just – it's like a lot of relief but also a lot of like oh, there's still so much work to be done. We can't be complacent we, now. Yeah. We can't go back. No. We can't go back. Oh, I – I know. I like all the – I like the attitude of a lot of the, like, organizations I follow and stuff where it's like, hey, we can celebrate. It's Just, okay. Yeah, we can celebrate, but also we can hold everyone accountable. And I'm like, I like that because it's – Someone said, like, the last four years have been just, like, a collective trauma. It's been, like, mm-hmm. traumatic for people. So, you know, people, people need a breath. People have had had yeah. really horrible things happen to them. Like – there's still I mean, in last year alone, that we need to yeah. reunite with our with their families. Like, holy yeah. fucking shit, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's nonstop, but we're it's like we're finally at a place where we can like have a baseline of like you know not batshit crazy constantly. <laughs> you know, <It's, laughs> like that is almost giving me anxiety because it's like like. I don't know. You feel like you need to be ready for something that isn't going to happen because he's I think, not in power. <laughs> yeah. I think what is happening to me is like it's finally like I'm allowed to like process things. I'm not like clenching my butthole for like <sighs> something like horrible to happen. Yeah. Even though like I'm – I do still think many horrible things will like and can happen but like – yeah. It's not like, oh my god, like what the fuck is he what is he talking about? It's not like something I don't know. And like so the now awful I, things that are that could happen are normal awful things. Like they're not yeah. like insane why are we regressing 50 years awful things. Like they're just on our normal awful. It's and it's also like, well, we also can now do something about it. Like we, it's not mm. like we're screaming into the ether, and there's literally no one in any position who is listening. Or I mean, maybe that's still the case. I don't know. I don't think that's true. I I don't want to be cynical right now. I want to be hopeful yeah. and like you know. But it's like at least those people are not in positions of power to just turn and flick these little. Things that they find annoying away. It's like now people yeah. actually have to listen because yeah. they're real people. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. No, I know exactly what you mean because I feel like, yeah, there's people. First of all, there's competence. Like we have restored competence to uh, the White House. And watching also- a press briefing gave my, made oh. my nipples hard. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm horny for this? press briefings. I didn't even <laughs> know it. 
I was like, I'm here for that. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, – I saw that today and I was like, whoa, this is weird, but I like it. It's so normal and boring. Um, and no one's lying, which is very fun. Um, but I do think you're right about how there's people now that like have to listen to us and know that their jobs depend on us, whereas – People before were like, oh, the whole world's batshit crazy. I could do crazy shit. And one of the things that I'm enjoying so much is the campaign to remove Ted Cruz from office. Ugh. And there's like – like people have hired those like mobile billboards that are basically just trucks with like LED screens all over yes. them. And it's like at, like calling for his removal. And I'm just like, please get rid of that guy. He is treasonous. I can't wait to see – like, they all pushed the boundaries thinking that nothing would happen to them and that somehow they'd have enough people on their side, and they do not. And Mm-mm. I just can't wait until that is all reconciled and they're and they're gone. Like, they, they, they can't stay here after that. No. no. That, like, the, Ted Cruz, like, Josh Hawley, all those, like, and the other, like, fringy fucking QAnon yeah. that people QAnon that lady? are in Congress. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, Oh, my okay. God. We're done. We're done with this. Get rid. Fucking Ugh. yeah. Let's flush these turds. You know. I'm I'm ready. Let's do it. Mm. Ugh. Anyway, well, that's the that's the state of the union. Um, how's everybody <laughs> feeling? I hope you're feeling a little bit hopeful, a little like processing a little bit. Like I I think that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm going through yeah. it. it. Like I'm yeah. weepy because I'm like, oh, I, I can finally like allow myself to like be sad and like have these feeling feelings catch up to me about all these horrible things that have happened. It's been like a self-preservation thing that I've been compartmentalizing all the crazy mm-hmm. shit. So everybody just take it easy. Be easy on yourself. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But f- one way to like get us over the hump here of this week yeah, is to talk about some silly shit. So let's do that. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Um, do we have any business? Mm. No, no business uh, for January. No. no. Uh, we'll we'll wait till later. <laughs> excuse me. Oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry. How gross. Um, I'm a lady. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a beer. Um, uh, I was gonna say we are coming up on our fourth anniversary, oh, which is fucking right. insane. Four fucking years. Oh my god. I can't even believe it. And to commemorate it, someone got a tattoo of our logo. I, I don't cried. even have a tattoo of our logo. I don't even. But I probably will get one at some point, I think. Oh, yeah. 100%. Why not? If I'm going to get a tattoo, that should be my first tattoo, I feel like. Yeah. I don't even have pierced ears or anything pierced. So I'm going full tattoo. Where would you get it? My butthole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my no. It would hurt. I think I don't I don't have a high pain pain threshold, so I need to do some research on like where's the fleshiest le- least hurtful. Least painful, yeah. Least painful. I wouldn't you would think your butt or something, but you have to sit on your butt. And then I wouldn't want it somewhere where like clothes rub for Yeah, oh, but that's like you know? everywhere because you wear clothes all over your body. So I wear clothes, yeah. <laughs> face I'm not your a face. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent tattoo. Uh, oh Post Malone. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, but once this is all over, we could go get tattoos safely again. I think that'll that's first on the list. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it has to be in Vegas, but other yeah. than that, 
Can you imagine? Oh my god. Oh my god. Or New York City or Maui. Just somewhere that's not New Orleans. My house. Yeah. <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah, 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 yeah. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah. Oh my god. Um oh my do you god. have anything fucked up this week? I don't have anything personally fucked up this week, but I do want to say Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, it's not even bad or anything, but like just the inauguration, like not the nighttime festivities, but the daytime festivities. You know, they had like Lady Gaga and JLo and stuff. Oh, How yeah. weird was it that Garth Brooks was there? <laughs> okay. I think this is a carryover from the 2008 inauguration. Okay. okay. He performed uh, a concert on the mall. Okay. And and it was the fucking best concert I've ever been to. Like there was – it was really? Stevie Wonder. It was Garth Brooks. It was like oh. all these – like it was a huge thing. But Garth Brooks – did a rendition of Shout across the entire mall with tens of thousands of people into mm. it, fully into it, like all the way back to like past. So it, he's performing at the Lincoln Memorial all the way yeah. down past the the um the monument, like the monument, like beyond yeah, the monument. Yeah. Oh my! God. It was people are getting like like a little bit. <laughs> okay, now it was so fun. Oh my god! I'll never okay, forget but- it as long as I live. A hundred percent, that is a you had to be there story because on 100%. this side of things, I'm like, what a fucking nerd. I, I Like, I can't picture him doing that and doing it justice. Like, I just see it as being cheesy. But I feel like if you're there, it's fun. It's like it, when a DJ plays that at a wedding. Like, it's fun. It was beyond. It was incredible. Oh, my God. I And I know people that were also there that I wasn't with that, like, Loved we it. found out we were we were there at the at the same time, you know, and- they were like, that was the best thing that I've ever experienced. It was like it was like a full humanity, like everybody. It was unity. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. It was like oh America was partying on the mall. It was amazing. Well, and that was Joe Biden's like whole theme. So maybe he was like unity, Chris Gaines and Gulf Circle are one. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. let's have you like he's able to unite his alter ego and himself in one. So like let's have that as a show of goodwill or whatever. But he sang beautifully and he's like so polished and such a great oh, yeah. performer and like a professional and it was great. But I was just like you have Lady Gaga who's so relevant and then you have J Lo who's very relevant, just like pop culturally. Uh and then I just was like, huh, Garth Brooks was an interesting choice. But then I guess you got to play to like the olds. Yeah, I feel like there's just like a lot of like middle of the road like dads that need yeah. that form. They need to not be jarred so hard by uh, J-Lo yeah. <laughs> slipping in the let's get loud. <laughs> like I was – Literally, I, 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 the noise I let out when she started, uh, I was like, oh, you know why? I'm not even kidding you. The second before she said that, I, I thought in my head, she should have just sang, let's get loud. That would have been more fun. This land is our land is so like, it's a fucking colonizer ass song. And also like J-Lo, I'm sorry, she sings fine. She's like, you know, she, she's not the best. She's not the worst. But like you can't – she's not the artist to turn that into a ballad. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Like yeah. this – she's laying it on pretty thick and it's like no one's buying this performance. What a, 
what happened to singing um what's the one what's the song that everybody sang um, you're a grand old flag you're a high fly no, <laughs> no the um yeah she might as well sing alaska arizona yankee doodle or something <laughs> wait what's no the the, the the um the you know, the stand beside her and guide her. The one that we, the one that everybody sang after 9-11, like all the time at baseball games and shit. Oh, from the sun da, to the valley. The oh, the shore. Da, da, God bless America. Da. Oh, yeah. God, I was like, this is America. America. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's I just have, Childish yeah. Gambino singing This is America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, they made a lot of um, they made a lot of references to like the state of this country and like we haven't reconciled our past and shit. And I thought that was like that feels like great. This is going to be different. Hopefully we just have to keep the pressure on. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. Um, What was your fucked up of the week? Um, It was mostly just being weepy every time I watch Mm. the news now. You know, that's all just. Horny it's over like, press yeah. conference, press <laughs> briefings, and and yeah, uh, you know, press just, briefing horny, yeah, yeah. That's, I know. That's it's, what I'm into these nice. days. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I know. It's like, oh, good. The news is boring again. They don't really have much to talk about, and it's I not. Mean, it's not. not like, it's not boring. It's like it's like we're getting we're yeah. doing all this shit. It's very cool, very exciting. Let's go. It's cool. It's fucking oh my go. god, day yeah. one, so much shit got done. It's amazing. Yeah, and then there was all the Bernie memes. It's just been – it's been a joy. It's been a true, yeah. true joy. Um, oh, my God. But, yeah, I hope it continues. I hope by, mm-hmm. by the time after we've recorded this and it comes out next week or yeah, when you're hearing it now, mm-hmm. that it's all still going great. Yeah. You know? I hope well, so. I, well, with with that, I guess let's just, like, get into our topic. Um, yeah. How how – we can't see the future, but some people can. <laughs> but tomorrow is a full moon. That's Ooh. for sure. Yeah. Um, Thursday is a full moon. And I hope you're all putting your crystals out to charge Ooh. in the moonlight. I know I am. <laughs> That's I don't I do. have any. Oh, you got to have crystals. I don't have one. I need like a I need like a little crystal starter pack and it's like, you know, uh it comes in a fanny pack with different compartments and it's like uh, my my little crystal and it's just like yeah. your beginner crystals. <laughs> Let's go to Sedona and get some. It's yeah, so much fun. Yeah, I do. I want to go there. Yeah. We'll get our aura aura pictures taken. We'll get crystals. Oh. It's uh, it's so beautiful there. Oh my god. We'll go on hikes. Uh, that sounds amazing. And drink wine. Uh, and uh. Uh, this is something I do, like, I'm gonna, we haven't said what we're gonna talk about yet, but I do want to We're hinting just, at it. We're dancing around We're it. hinting at it. Yeah. I do just want to say, I have, um, a lot of negative feelings about this stuff, but also I recognize that, like, crystals and healing and stuff like that is, uh, like a, um spiritual practice and is something that people especially like people of color and native people have been like practicing for a long time so I am please know I am trying to like pull those feelings apart and not be like this is some fucking crazy white lady with gray hair bullshit you know 
like yeah. long, like a very long gray like braid. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like a Miss Frizzle like a, situation. Yeah, yeah, like homemade skirt. Um, yeah, like Barbara Streisand in Meet the Fockers. Like yes, I know, yes, yes. I know that those type of people have adopted these things, but that's not where it comes from. So I'm trying to like not just shit all over it. Please know that. Okay. But also, I do think a lot of it is kooky. Hmm, that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> a lot of people have the same feelings as you, and a lot of people don't. A lot of people mm-hmm. love this shit. Today's episode yeah. is about astrology mm. and how it ended up in the White House in the 80s. Oh, like on an official level. On a very official level. Um, Today we're talking about Nancy Reagan and her astrologer. Oh my God. She had her own. It was – she was on the payroll. Not not taxpayer <laughs> funded. It was – Right. I'll, I'll explain it all a little private later. Private monies. But, yeah, private yeah. monies. Yeah. But it was a whole thing, you guys. Um, this topic is inspired by my old boss who worked in the Reagan White House and Ooh. was very, very into astrology. Um, so the idea of doing this as an episode has been kicking around in my brain for a while, although I hadn't really connected the dots and realized like how much Nancy Reagan's astrologer was like up in the shit, you know? De- like decision-making. Yes, we're yeah. talking major stuff. Um, so, like at one point, my boss, like my boss, like told me how she was like worked for Reagan and was it was like one of the best experiences of her life. Um, so she had this whole whole experience working in the Reagan White House, but also all the astrology shit rubbed off on her. So, oh, <laughs> like. Pretty hard. So, like, at one point, mm. my boss did my birth chart, and I think she did several <gasps> other people's in the office. Uh, oh, wow. She would reschedule meetings and even avoid certain activities uh, if Mercury was in retrograde. That is, like, <laughs> one of the big things in our office. Like, we'd have our morning, you know, meetings. Yeah, like status or whatever. Stat, yeah, every every yeah. day, and we just like everybody like get on the same page, and she'd be like, "Well, Mercury's in retrograde, so just keep that in mind when you're sending emails. Make sure you follow up and make sure you communicate because like Mercury being in retrograde is like fucks up your communication, basically. So uh, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, uh, yeah. Um, this so is she, this and is she, wild. It was to like me. she would. She would blame a lot of stuff on Mercury being in retrograde. So, um, and I, oh, I thought no. it was like a really fun quirk about my boss. It was like a fun personality thing about her because yeah. she was generally very intense um, and the most like DC person of all time. I'm, I'm mm. telling you, like, just try to picture uh, Selena Meyer from Veep mm-hmm. with a dash of high powered mom when she's being her most judgmental. Like, uh-huh. just your mom, like, she's, like, nurturing, but also, like, giving you the backhanded compliments kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, And she's also got a little teensy pinch of Stevie Nicks because she wore a cape. Oh. oh. <laughs> like, that was, like, her preferred – she didn't like coats. She liked her capes. Oh, um, my God. And she was your boss? super short. Yeah. Oh. She was super short. She was, like, four, four, four foot nothing. Um, wow. And she was she was great, but uh, it, it she was a very intense person. So yeah, uh, uh, it was. I I th- don't think you need to uh, um, explain that when you said they wore a cape. Fair. I feel like yeah. 
there's one type of personality of people that wear capes, and that is they're intense. Like, they're an yeah. intense person. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. a cape person. She's so. a cape person. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It yeah, was a wild, it. wild time. Wild yeah. time working there. Um, and I would say it was – was mostly fine but it was like it could be really annoying if you weren't like into it um mm, I yeah. it was like it was fun and silly in my mind but the best way to get on her good side was to like play into it a little bit like that's 100%. what a bunch of these dummies in the office didn't understand yeah you gotta like you gotta play the game you stupid idiots you work in politics and you don't know this shit like oh my god idiots so she loved me oh dude I, I let her do my birth chart <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, th- that, I, yeah, a hundred percent. People don't understand. Like every everything's a game. Like when you're at, in a work environment or whatever, it's like, yeah, I've, I had one of my bosses call me a client whisperer one time because we had a very difficult client, and I was the only one she liked, and we were like buddies, and she invited me to like cool fucking concerts and shit that like their brand would put on, and. Everyone was like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I'm nice to her. And then I talk about things she wants to talk about. It's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, it's just like people get annoyed and they just like lose patience for everything. And it's just like your job is not that important. Like just realize that first of all. Yeah. Don't take yourself so seriously. And then everything Mm -hmm. else just gets a lot easier. Yeah. (laughs) Find something that you can tolerate about them or that you have in common and then just always focus on that. You just always circle back to that. Mm -hmm. Circle back. circle back to the birth chart. (laughs) That's right. That's right. But yeah, so my boss was just – it was a wild time. Um, But I realized at one point recently though that I didn't know much about the astrologer who influenced my boss and Mm. Nancy Reagan. So I Mm. wanted to learn more about this woman and how she ended up playing a massive role in the Reagan White House. Oh, my God. It's wild. Okay, here we go. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so in the early 1980s, Nancy Reagan was completely traumatized by the attempted assassination of her husband, Mm, Ronald Reagan. The actor? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, I I just want to say real quick, he was pretty handsome when he was a young man and they fell in love. I oh I God. only remember him obviously old as shit from like Yeah. Yeah, when we were kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was he looked like a Sharpay. He was a very wrinkly <laughs> man. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he was like um, weathered. He was weathered, yeah. Which I mean that's what being president does to you. But uh no, I saw some photos of them as young people and they were both very beautiful. I mean he was an actor. Yeah. yeah, and she yeah. was just gorgeous. She, she was yeah. She was beautiful. an actor. Yeah, yeah they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ronald Reagan had just become the 40th president of the United States, mm-hmm. um, and he was almost fucking killed. Like only being in office for like a few months. He was. Yikes. He was. Uh, John Hinckley Jr. Like tried to sh- shoot his ass in March of 1981. Oh, so the near assassination of her husband caused Nancy to be be extremely protective of her husband, who she loved very, very much. Um, and so she was terrified anytime Ronnie would travel, and she was constantly anxious about his well-being, which, I mean, can you blame her? I would be, fuck, like, freaked the fuck out all the time if anything like this ever happened to DJ or anybody I know. Yeah, well uh- – 
I feel like if you are the if you are the president and the first lady, or the president and the first gentleman mm-hmm. someday, um, you know this is something that could happen, but it doesn't happen to everyone. So for it to actually like get as far as the attempt did, that's fucking scary. And well, he almost died. I mean, he was yeah. shot in the chest and like was rushed to the hospital, oh. and he could have died, but they yeah, he could have died. They saved him. Um, yeah. And he was the only president who ever survived an assassination attempt. So. Wow. Lucky shit. Um, well, that Everybody else died when did... they were. <laughs> yeah. What? I was going to say everybody else died when they were assassinated, except mm. for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> 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 like Lincoln, he was assassinated right in the head. In the head. Uh, oh, my God. I was going to say. Not everyone dies of the assassination attempt. Remember Bush dodged that shoe? <laughs> oh, that, I watched that gif. All so, the time. Okay, that All guy the that time. threw the shoe. Yeah. He, he like is on Twitter and people, whenever people repost it and say this is the best gif ever, he responds to them and <laughs> says, thank you so much. Like, like, like blessings, blessings upon you. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about Twitter, honestly. Oh my god, I gotta find that. Uh, it was that was like a, that wasn't an attempted assassination. That was a wholesome shoe beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. Which it was just Bush. Bush had good reflexes. <laughs> good yeah. for him. He did great. Anyway, so poor Nancy, just totally traumatized by this shit. Um, and this caused her to seek counsel from an unlikely source, um, an oh. astrologer named Joan Quigley. Mm. Um, I don't think Nancy Reagan was particularly religious. Um, mm. I know Ronald Reagan was, um, but she, I don't think, was like as, you know, into it. Mm. He was like was buddy buddy with, yeah, he was like buddy buddy with all the like, uh, evangelicals like that was his base mm. kind of so and she was just like mm, that's not for me babe i'm gonna i'm gonna go over here yeah um and she she was into astrology she met joan quigley in the 1970s on the merv griffin show very <laughs> 70s <laughs> so 70s. That's, a, that's a very 70s meet cute um yeah that's peak 70 yeah and so when ronnie was shot in march of 1981 she called joan up real quick like and was like hey do you think you could have, like, predicted this um, and, like, maybe helped stop it or, like, had him in a different place at a different time? And Jen was like, yes, bitch, I absolutely could have. Here's my rate card. Call me when you need some astrology read to you. She wasn't just... going to do it for free, okay? First Yeah. Okay. I'm like – Love Joan. Love Joan. <laughs> the, the second you said, like, oh, she called her up and was like, could you have seen this coming – like, she's not going to say no. She's going to say, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You should call me next time ahead of time. So, yeah. like, duh. This, okay. Get that coin, Joan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to say all astrologers are grifters, but they are. Because uh, uh, in the same way, I would say all preachers are grifters. <laughs> Hot take. Uh, you don't know anything about any of this stuff. But you are telling a lot of people you are the expert in it. And I mean, the difference between religion and astrology, I will say, is like yeah. religion, you're you're interpreting the Bible. Astrology, mm. you are interpreting movements of actual things that exist, like the movements mm. of planets. 
And they're it's all it's all based on things that are real technically. So I don't mm. like I actually have a little bit more respect for astrology. For astrology. <laughs> I was going to say, at least that has to do with, like, star charts and, like, yeah, uh, patterns that have existed for millions of years. Uh, yeah, and astrology is older than any religion, honestly. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, re- like, religion, it, like, looked to the stars, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all based on some form of, you know of that but anyway oh my god am uh, i gonna be an astrologist by the end of this episode i i don't know <laughs> you might have a different take on it after this like okay. a, or at least like a, a little bit more of a of a uh tolerance for it oh but yeah i was um, gonna say an openness uh, about it okay yeah okay mm-hmm. so so she's talking to joan and mm-hmm. she she enlists her to give her astrological advice on a regular basis and she would have frequent telephone conversations with Quigley oh um, I'm talking like eight times a day sometimes yikes was mm-hmm. it like a Miss Cleo hotline like was she was Joan getting paid every time that Nancy called she was on a retainer okay so like okay okay like a monthly retainer mm-hmm. um, she was like salaried yeah exactly okay. She was, like, on Nancy's personal staff, basically. Mm, mm-hmm. But they only ever did phone calls. Um, and so explaining why she turned to Quigley, Nancy Reagan later wrote that, quote, very few people can understand what it's like to have your husband shot at and almost die and then have him exposed all the time to enormous crowds, tens of thousands of people, any one of them who might be a lunatic with a gun. I was mm-hmm. doing everything I could – think of to protect my husband and keep him alive. I mean, I don't think she's doing anything wrong here. Uh, If she needs like an external voice or a practice of some sort to help her regain some sort of control, uh, to help her overcome her very real anxiety that she experiences as a result of this trauma, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Uh, But that being said, therapy was always available and an option. And it could have been a good route for her to go down. Yeah. But of course, Ronnie hated p- people with mental illnesses. Um, mm. He really did. He was not – he could give a shit. Um, he Yikes. did a lot of a lot of uh, shitty policy around that when he was governor of California in the late 60s. Mm. And then he also uh, repealed President Carter's Mental Health Systems Act the, like, minute he became president after – after he was sworn in, after Jimmy Carter. So anyway, I digress about that. But like therapy is yeah. a better route. Yeah. Always. I was, <laughs> was going to say, like it sounds like she had a lot of anxiety around – she had like some PTSD. She just needed to talk to someone who could give her the tools to like cope and and not like fixate or have, you know, intrusive thoughts or whatever about these things. But – also, astrology, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I if this is what she's doing to cope, uh, it's not really hurting anybody. It's just her way of, of getting through it without yeah. any, any other help, really. Um, yeah. So at any rate, Nancy got into it. She started talking mm. to Joan constantly and scheduling <laughs> Ronnie's travel around, like, everything that she would have a conversation with, like – Joan would take the daily information and tell her, mm-hmm. like, okay, 
this is scheduled for this day. This is not an auspicious time. He should do it at like 1210 or he should travel to China on this day, not this day. Like all this shit. Oh my God. So um, it was like pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. And according to uh, Nancy Reagan biographer Kitty Kelly, quote, Nancy Reagan relied on Joan Quigley. She would ha- she would call her sometimes eight times a day. Oh my god! From for almost everything down to unbelievable details, including the takeoff and landing times of Air Force One. That was astrology that charted their way. Nobody knew at the time. This is oh my god! This whole like dabbling with, and I wouldn't even call it dabbling. This whole like structuring of things in the White House around astrology went on for over seven years. Like the entire Reagan presidency, basically. What – like, this is bringing up so many questions. Uh, Like, what was – what was Nancy and Ronald's relationship like if – if, like, he was just like, okay, yeah, like, you're talking to this lady who says I shouldn't travel at this time. And then he has to go tell Secret Service and everybody that's organizing his schedule, he needs to move a flight by, like, 10 minutes. And when they're so, like, why? He's like, I just have to. Yeah. That's so, wild. So unless you – like, I don't want you to think that Nancy's just out here being a rogue weirdo. Okay. Ronnie was <laughs> – Ronnie was definitely into it. Oh, he was. He would have to be because there's no way he would just like listen to her about all this stuff if he didn't buy into it. Oh no, he was just he was just as into it as she was. Um, Wow. In his uh, 1965 book, "Where's the Rest of Me," the former president wrote of his friendship with astrologer Carol Ryder, noting Mm -hmm. that he and Nancy read read astrological charts daily, Um, and then in an LA Times story, the spokesman for the now deceased writer confirmed that President Reagan never publicly revealed his exact birth time as a precaution against letting people read his exact charts and perhaps control him. Oh, no. He also carried around good luck charms with him all the time. And he also a thousand percent believed that the White House was haunted. Now, that's probably true. I feel yeah, there's like I mean, I feel like the White House just based on who's occupied it over since its um inception, there's some like evil shit there, you know? Oh yeah. I I, mean, I just feel like especially after the last 4 years. Oh so, yeah. It was I also built it. by slaves, so Yeah, it was built like, by yeah, and and then just the decisions that were made there and how Poorly, like they treated people, and yikes! I think people there's like there's definitely people that died there. There's like there's all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so so Ronnie was a hundred percent on board with the the astrology. He he was into it just as much as Nancy was. Um, wow! And like it was like I said over the course of of the like following years, seven, like the entire Reagan presidency, she uh, quickly issued guidance for pay that went way beyond the scheduling that we were just talking about, but also 
she claims, to matters of diplomacy, Cold War politics, and even the timing of the president's cancer surgery. Yeah. Um, he had skin cancer on his nose a couple times. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I Yeah. She was, like, helping them make life decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's – I mean, even after his presidency, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because on one hand, it's like Nancy – I feel like it is it is a way for her to kind of regain control, but it's also mm-hmm. putting decisions into other people's hands that aren't necessarily in your control. I don't know. It's like somebody telling you how to control a yeah. situation. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. But one of her biggest claims to influence over the White House was in regards to the Cold War, where mm-hmm. she reportedly spoke to Nancy Reagan for hours ahead of the 1986 Reykjavik summit, which helped to lead helped lead to denuclearization. That's what she claims. Wow. Um, she like read Gorbachev's like uh, <laughs> chart. Like, she did his birth chart, I guess, and, like, found out all this information and was like, you need to talk to him like this and you need to do this. Like, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, Nancy <laughs> had Quigley on a uh, retainer, a monthly retainer, mm-hmm. which was $3,000 a month. Oh. She paid her – yeah. She paid her uh, with private funds and she did it through a third party to keep the deal, the whole thing <gasps> – yeah, private. She was like laundering money to pay her astrologer. That is wild. Oh, well, she wasn't laundering money. She was just no, paying no, but it's a like third party. Uh, yeah, like through her offshore account or something. Yeah, just like <laughs> giving money to somebody else who would yeah. in turn pay her. That's laundering, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. That's true. Oh, I uh, don't know. This makes me question everything now about Nancy Reagan. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it shows that she had self-awareness about how weird it was. and yeah, she, how it would be perceived. Yeah, and so she really didn't want to deal with answering questions about it. Uh, so she mm. they she kept it as private as possible. Um, yeah, uh, but that didn't last the whole time, the whole presidency, because mm. the hidden astrology side of the Reagans all came to an end in 1988. When news about Nancy's astrologer was made public via a tell-all book from a former chief of staff, <gasps> Donald Reagan. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I am not making that up. That was really his name. <laughs> it, and his last name spelled R-E-G-A-N instead of R-E-A-G-A-N. So he's a knockoff Ronald Reagan. Is Donald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I got so confused. I was reading an article like – Obscura or whatever, and it mentioned Donald Reagan, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then, yeah, and then I was it's like, got "There's a so t- confused." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, they don't even know what they're talking about." So I closed it. I was like, "I there's no Donald Reagan. That's wild." Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, this guy, <laughs> not making it up. That is his name. His book called "For the Record from Wall Street to Washington" mm-hmm. was his memoir about his time in the in the White House. And this chatty ass motherfucker, mm-hmm. who also just did not get a, get along with Nancy, they had frequent disagreements in mm-hmm. the White House when he was there. Um, he told everyone in his memoir that he thought Nancy was a weirdo for having an astrologer on staff. <sighs> Rude. Oh, my God. And then he went on to blab about it to everyone. Who yeah. is the rude one here, sir? Yeah, like, what a yeah. snitch-ass motherfucker. 
Um, <laughs> what what was your fam? What what's your familial curse word again? Shit ass. Yeah, this is what a fucking shit ass motherfucker. It is shit ass motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so once word got out though that Nancy was way into astrology, like way more than the average person who just reads mm-hmm. their, you know, their, newspaper horoscope, their horoscope every week, yeah. whatever. Uh, and that came out that she and Ronnie had kept it very hushed up. Um, media went wild, and it became this mm. big joke. Um, and so it was kind. Of, it was kind of shitty. Um, about a year after Donald Reagan dropped his memoir, Nancy Reagan released her own memoir mm. entitled "My Turn." Oh. My turn, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, uh, that's great. And and in it, she kind of like. She majorly downplays the astrological stuff. Mm. Uh, She says in the book, quote, while astrology was a factor in determining Ronnie's schedule, it was never the only one and no political decision was ever based on it. Mm. So she was she was like, it wasn't it was not that deep. I just like astrology. It's cool. Whatever. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Chill. Oh, Mercury's just in retrograde and like, I don't know. I'm a cancer. Whatever. Get over it. Get over it. Ugh. Whatever. So then, then in response to Nancy's quote, like her little like, I don't know her statements about <gasps> astrology in the memoir. Oh. Uh, Joan, Joan was no. like, "Excuse me, excuse me, Nancy. We oh. have some, we have some things to talk about." So Joan came through with her own tell-all, which was called "What Does Joan Say," and that title referenced the fact that um, anytime there was a decision to make in the White House, that's what Ronald Reagan would say. He'd ask Nancy, oh. what, is, what does Joan say? O-M-G. Mm-hmm. This is this, – I would have been so obsessed with this if I was an adult oh. during this time period. This would have been like all I was thinking about and reading about. Bitch, I would have bought all three memoirs like yeah. the day I would have pre-ordered. Yeah. Oh my god, you would see because if this like, was 1980s or whatever. You would see behind me one of those detective boards with the string, <laughs> and I would have ripped out pages out of these books, and I would be like, Mm-mm, "This doesn't make sense," and I would be finding little like I would all my story all my up. copies would be dog-eared and like <laughs> soft and have like. Yeah. You know, highlights and notes in the margins, you know, yeah. it would have been post-its oh falling out of it with like little thoughts that you had and questions. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. A hundred percent. This is hot. This is it's hot, goss. hot. Yeah. Hot goss. So much, so much tea is being spilled. Um, And keep in mind that all three of these memoirs came out back to back to back, like Ooh. year after year after year. So it was yeah. like. As a response, it's like mm-hmm. it's like a rap battle. It's like when someone it's like distracts someone like, in a yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Oh. This is the this is the white people diss track. It's writing a memoir. <laughs> a memoirs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, so. It's like because they're talentless, and then also they have someone ghostwriting. Like ghostwriting, so, yeah. yeah <laughs> they're not even writing their own. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So. So Joan's book uh, came out in 1990, and she had tons of receipts, and she claimed she was way, way more involved in way bigger decisions than just scheduling. Like I had mentioned before, her claims about uh, talking about how she was like in in the room essentially, but not really, uh, yeah. with the Cold War talks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was messy. The media loved it, and they did story after story about it, as you can imagine. Oh, my God. Uh, Ted Koppel even did an episode of Nightline about it. Oh. That's legit. Um, yeah, that's, that was like – that was – like the TMZ of the day. That was like – but like classy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the People magazine. But People magazine mm-hmm. was around. But you know what I mean. Yeah, it was It was hot. Um, everybody was – yeah. everybody was into it. Um, mm-hmm. But poor Nancy was the butt of jokes for so, so oh. long. Um, even Obama made a joke about Nancy Reagan, which no. he – yeah, oh, yeah. He apologized for it like right <gasps> away. But he was like – he was like – I don't want to like go and hang out with Nancy and have seances and stuff. Like it was like he like made a seance joke about Nancy Reagan. It was like – Oh, my God. And she's like, I rude. didn't even do seances. <laughs> yeah. It was just a – it was astrology, okay? God. Yeah. It was just charts. But I mean it's pretty funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he apologized. Good. He was like, oh, that was a little rude. Sorry. Um, oh, I got to go read this joke. Oh, uh, you know Obama's funny. Yeah, um, I know. That's why I bet it was probably good. Also, it's like, was it that mean? I don't know. I think it's fair to criticize. I, I mean, I think it's fair to criticize any sort of religion or something like this. But not this, when you're that, the president, unfortunately. Um, you can't do that. Yeah, um, you got to be was neutral. Right, yeah, it was, he, it was 2008, so he was like just sworn in as oh, president. Oh, no wonder. Think, so. Like if he, it was yeah. like if it was like 2015, he probably would have just let it slide. Mm-hmm. It's like a, <laughs> I'm almost done with this shit. He's like, I don't care. I'll talk more um, about it in my memoir. Yeah, Nancy was forever linked to astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, and I have it on good authority that Jones still did astrology readings for many politicians and DC oh. insiders, my old boss included, for many, many, many years up until her death in 2014. So oh she was God. still out. She was still out here. She tried to do like in 2000. She tried to do like a, a kind of like astrology website. I don't think it took off. Um, mm. I bet if she, I mean, now I feel like it would be with all this like the boom of astrology and I don't know. Maybe, Coming but back. people. I feel like people are starting to think differently about the Reagan administration, and like, I don't know if it would be a positive. Oh, I just thing mean. I just mean like she could she could just she could. Be like yeah I, she could rebrand she could rebrand she'd have to because I feel like people are she, looking yeah. back like mm, I don't know uh yeah it is it's so big right now I feel like I see mm. so many memes about like Mercury in retrograde I saw something the other day where it's like it's not in retrograde for the next eight days or something and I was like oh why do we need to know this but people, people care need to know it's like yeah, people yeah, need to know um. Astrology TikTok is very yeah. informative. Um, it's very interesting, mm. but yeah, I feel like I feel like Joan could have made a killing on TikTok. Oh yeah, oh TikTok's <laughs> definitely a place for stuff like that. You just want short yeah. bursts of info, and then you move on. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the hand wringing and pearl clutching over all this was, on one hand, well deserved because you should <laughs> be allowed to criticize people who are in places of power for having mm-hmm. a little bit of a you know uh, some An alternative obsession. yeah yeah some alternative like thoughts to how to day-to-day like superstition and and you know stuff mm-hmm. like this being brought into everyday decisions that like a lot of people rely on 
is yeah. uh, it's a little 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 ooh, little little cringe. Yeah, um, it feels like a lot. But on the other hand, uh, it was so dumb that people couldn't let it go, mm. especially very religious people, which is the most hypocritical thing of all. Like, mm. I know. <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, oh for God. example, a lot of evangelical pastors who were some of Ronald Reagan's strongest supporters had a lot of harsh words for Nancy. Um, mm. uh, one one guy, uh, Reverend Robert P. Duggan, Ju- Duggan, Duggan <laughs> Jr. Duggar? Duggan? I don't know. <laughs> he said, quote, it's obviously troubling to think of national <laughs> leadership being influenced by superstition, sir. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. You had, you, really, sure? <laughs> you had to really you had to really dug for that one, didn't you? Um yeah, he was he was the he was part of the National Association of Evangelicals. Um Ugh. and then he he went on to say it seems so medieval. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this I... man who is really I I it's like I don't understand how these people can be so like like not self-aware. Not self-aware, yeah. I don't understand. So and it causes like, wars you... and fucking just like bloodshed and all this shit. And it's just like, oh my God. And this this poor lady over here is just trying to do some motherfucking astrology and like She's just she... trying to make three thousand dollars a month. Leave her alone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nancy's just trying to keep herself sane and make sure her husband mm-hmm. doesn't get fucking assassinated again by any mm-hmm. way she can. Yeah, she's um, just fixated on it and obsessing over it, and it's because she has probably had no one to talk to about it. Oh yeah, it's shit. It's a shitty, yeah. shitty, shitty it's thing. Shitty. Um, and then one local mega tr- mega church leader went so far as to call astrologers agents of Satan. Oh my god! Like you even fucking know? Get over it. Yeah. Um, and. I just – I really think this whole situation is best summed up by a Washington Post columnist, uh, Henry Mitchell, mm. who wrote um, at the time, quote, It is bold for pundits of flickering intellectual wattage to sneer at ancient masters of encyclopedic knowledge who led important advances not only in science but in the human heart. There is no great difference between pawning, pawing through astro- astrological charts and poking about in the Book of Re- Revelation. There can be a religious dimension that is worthy and noble in both. Mm-hmm. You know? He said it. He said it. Good for Henry Mitchell. Good for him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not to mention that Nancy Reagan wasn't even the first first lady to rely on astrology and the occult. Mm. Um, many, many people who passed through the, the halls of the White House were into it. President Lincoln and Mary Todd Lincoln held seances in the White House all the time. Attempting oh to contact the spirit of their son, Willie, who died in the White House. Oh. Yeah. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt was known to have consulted with the famous Indianapolis palm reader, Nellie Meyer. Oh. Um, yeah. Come on. Uh, then this was the most interesting to me of all. Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis threw rune stones and consulted the I Ching. The I Ching? I Ching? Uh, a numerical-based... Yeah ancient Chinese text, which guided choices of those consulting it. Oh, wow. She did the runes because uh, it was like Celtic in its history, which is and what? They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Irish. Yeah. Yeah. JFK is Irish. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And then Florence Harding, who is Warren G. Harding's wife, was the most hardcore into everything occult, zodiac, clairvoyant, like astrology, whatever, you name it. She was into it. She was warned by a clairvoyant or astrologer or something who was like, your husband's going to die in the White House. Or he's going to die like in his presidency. Don't let him be the president. And she was like, don't be the president. She's (gasps) like, you're going to die. And she like told the public that she was like out here in the streets being like, he's going to fucking die. And he died in office three years later into a shit ass presidency. OMG. That's wild. That was a prophecy. And I don't know if it was like, who knows? That was wild to me, though. But she was into everything. She was like into esoteric shit. Like, oh my God. That nobody even knew what the fuck it was. She was into everything. Oh, I kind of like that about her. I know. She was cool. Yeah. Oh my God. This is so wild. I think, yeah, it is. I just find it weird that. Well, it's also a very sexist thing, I think, too, like that uh, people are so critical against women believing in this stuff. I don't know why. I don't know what the connection is, but even like questioning women's intuition and stuff, it's like dudes over time have just been so rude about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I mean, Nancy Reagan, I don't know. We... It is a – it's wild. Oh, it's wild. I – listen, I am no fan of Reagan or no. the Reagan presidency. Mm-mm. But, like, on an individual, like, human level, like, I appreciate the fact that, like, he supported Nancy. Mm-hmm. Nancy just loved him so much. That was, yeah. like, her only – she's like, I want to do whatever I can, like, whatever it takes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not a – like a secret service agent. I can't protect you myself. So like yeah. how can I how can I do this? And so I don't know. I think it's a very romantic. <laughs> it is kind of romantic. And it's nice that he wasn't like, mm, okay. And then cuz could you imagine if he didn't get on board with this stuff, how she would have spiraled and she probably would have like had, you know, she probably would have been very eccentric in some way that like I don't know because she would have she wouldn't have been able to like channel and have all of these thoughts or feelings kind of like heard and seen and she maybe just would have went like cuckoo who knows yeah well I mean especially it's especially interesting because he I think I don't know I don't know what the whole thing was about him and just like not understanding like you know mental illness or anything like that or just being so resistant to mm. any kind of help for that but like I I can I it would have just been a healthier existence for everybody if he would have just like you know I I think supporting her and like having this like shared camaraderie behind this kind of interesting and like non-harmful I don't even I guess like hobby um <laughs> it was was the right thing for him to do maybe I don't know I don't know yeah. like I feel like it didn't hurt anybody um he didn't get no. assassinated after that so maybe she, maybe she, fucking world war 3 was was actually uh on the brink yeah and we don't even yeah. know it because an astrologer like saved the world we don't know honestly i wish they put a 
would have put more time into astrology and then maybe we wouldn't have like shitty policies from that administration and like the fucking war on drugs and all that shit. Yeah. I mean, but maybe that's why we do have it. So. Maybe that's why we do have it too. We'll mm-hmm. never know. We'll never know. We don't know the details of her chart readings during that time. But yeah. Oh, wow. I think coming at it from a it's fun type thing and maybe it can help you, you know, shift focus or whatever. I think that's fine. But like, please do not um, reschedule a meeting with me for that reason. I will not be no. understanding. <laughs> <laughs> or do and just don't ever tell her that or do. It was for oh, that yeah. reason. Oh, keep it to yourself. I won't know. It, it doesn't matter. We all rescheduled meetings for a lots of different – I had diarrhea. I was too buzzed. <laughs> I uh, didn't want to talk to you. Whatever. It's like, you know, there's lots of things. Just don't tell me. It was because Mercury was in retrograde because I will Fair. not work with you in the future. <laughs> I might. I don't think this is going to be a good fit. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It depends on how well connected you are and um, what you have to offer me. Then then maybe we'll work together. <laughs> well, I'm the complete opposite. I, I have an altar at home. I have mm-hmm. several tarot card decks. I, I love it all. So Yeah, you have one on your vision board. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was my tarot card that I pulled for the year, mm-hmm. the – Ten of Wands, I think. Yeah. So yeah, it's you know. Yeah, we all. I love it. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I love we it all. all. Have our comforts. It's just fun. Um, I I a hundred percent go down those Instagram meme accounts where it's like um it'll be like um a, a snapshot from like two thousand and it's like Lindsay Lohan in her like low waisted jeans or whatever and like. Paris Hilton's behind her and they're like all sloppy drunk and then it's like this like this is the cancer this is the Aries this is the Gemini or whatever and I'm all and I I will spend hours looking through those sometimes and I'm like ooh, where's mine is that me and so but usually it's hit or miss it's so it's not very mm. consistent for me so I'm always like meh take it or leave it I but I it. like the memes I love it yeah love the memes oh my god wow well uh, that was Do you think Jill Biden is going to get into this? Dr. Jill would maybe. <laughs> I'm curious what Dr. Jill, yeah, what she's in. I feel like they're very religious but traditionally religious and by traditionally I in this country I mean Christian. Mhm. Mhm. Right? Catholic. They're Catholic. Yeah, ca- oh, Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Um Hmm. Just, you know, do whatever you want. Just, again, like I always say, don't hurt anybody. It's yeah. not hurting anybody. Oh, yeah. If it's not hurting anybody and everybody's fine with it and whatever, then good for you. I think this this is one of those examples where it's like it doesn't seem like it caused any issues. I mean, they didn't admit to it anyway, but it's like we didn't go to war based on this or, you know, like there, there wasn't any like – big sweeping legislation that we can tell that was like uh i'm cool. i'm gonna i'm just blaming reagan himself i'm not blaming an astrologer for him ignoring yeah. aids like mm. like that he fucked up like that's all on him yeah that wasn't joan <laughs> no also like sir you're the one that's in charge and you're the one with the power so you're making the decision so yeah we don't really care what joan said um, she's not in charge here. Yeah. 
last time I checked, she's being paid through laundered money <laughs> through the Cayman Islands uh, through <laughs> through someone's bed and uh, bed and breakfast. <laughs> But miraculously, there's never any guests there. We don't know. We don't know what's going on there, but the books are suspicious. Mercury seems to be in retrograde here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, that's all I got. Um, What a fun time. Thank you to Erin for doing all of the work in this episode. Uh, She is an angel. I loved it. It was a fun, fun thing to research. Um, I loved it. I it caused me to go back and into my memory bank and think about all the silly stuff that my old boss would would do. Um, I love it, and and I even like looked through some old uh, G chats uh, oh. with my old coworkers about like all the weird stuff that would be happening in the office. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I'd be like, don't talk to the boss; she's in a foul mood, or like it would like yeah. Or like oh. gossiping about so and so in the office, like she's in a foul mood because this event, like this moon, is in this aura. No, just or whatever. because. Oh, she oh was, okay. She was also Selena Meyer. Oh, okay, that because I was gonna say that is when it's bad. Like when mm-hmm. you when you're like, well, this I'm in a bad mood because, and it must be because of this. It's like no, I feel like we need to take a look inward and we need take to, some personal responsibility here. Yeah, we need to find we need to figure out the cause of that and then we need to work on it. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Well, I'm gonna go read some astrology. Mm-hmm. books or something it's fun Ooh. yeah <laughs> good you should uh, maybe you'll uh um, will you share anything on social meds about your astrological findings i'll share my aura picture <gasps> that i took many Ooh. years ago in sedona fun Ooh, okay i love that so follow us on social meds at dtfu oh, yeah. podcast all the platforms every single yes. one um yeah go to our website dtfupodcast.com all kinds of fun stuff on there including merch uh check it out oh my god um if you have a minute maybe leave us a review on itunes we would really appreciate it we read all of them we even try and like read the ones from other countries when when uh we remember to or get like a notification but we don't always get notifications for those but we'll try and check Uh, oh and we love, you know, people send us notes through the website all the time. I oh think we got a really nice note from our listener in South Africa. Oh. So sweet. We get we you can submit a listener story. We got mm-hmm. we got a couple in the past few weeks. Maybe we'll read some for our anniversary episode. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, but yeah, we, we got we got like a little influx of mail. It was very fun. Um Oh. Wow. All right. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Um, and listen up here. Stay excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <gasps>